0: Welcome back into the dead arm sports podcast, quick hitter action for you on your Saturday. Got some betting tips for you and our drew locks of the week. So I'll just, again, quick show, wanted to get you some more content this week. And Jell's going to fire up some betting nuggets. I'll chime in here and there as well. You can find us on our socials at Dead Arm Sports. Gel can be found at DasGel. That's at D-A-S-J-E-L. I can be found at PEC. That's at D-A-S-J-P-E-C. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Check out our YouTube page. Subscribe. Click the bell. You know the drill. Quick hitter. Let's get it rolling, Gel. Kick it off with some bets. All right. Well, I want to start off.
1: Right right away with what I think is going to be the game of the week, and that's Baltimore versus Buffalo. Right now, Buffalo is a three-point favorite, which means I'm taking the dog, man. I'm taking the Ravens. Given the three points, I think Baltimore has a very good shot at taking this game uh, outright, and the fact that I'm able to get three points makes me want to double down on that thought. Three points is one of those lines, too, where you put down your money, and if you, you know, if you, if you, if this game, let's say Buffalo ends up winning this game by three, 27, 24, you get no negative action here. So this feels like a, this feels like a winning, either a winning bet or at the very least you end up tying here and, and there's no money exchanged one way or the other. Uh, You know, I touched on this uh, uh briefly on yesterday's episode, but for the Bills, six guys did not practice today. Again, we're recording this on a Thursday. That includes Von Miller and Jordan Phillips. So two key guys in that front, seven for uh for Buffalo. Six guys on Thursday's practice were limited. Ed Oliver, Jordan Poyer, uh Gabe Davis as well. We've seen the impact of Gabe Davis. Ed Oliver is obviously one of the one of the best defensive linemen. And Jordan Poyer all all defense in the NFL as a safety so three key guys that were limited in Thursday's practice buffalo is coming off a hell of a matchup against Miami in that Miami heat and i think that's going to i think that's also going to be something that's going to hurt uh buffalo in this game Baltimore, I think, is just ready to show that they're the number one team in the AFC. They're the number one, or they're, you know, they're at home, and I I think that they're, I think that Baltimore wins this game outright. What's crazy to think is that Buffalo, if they do, if Baltimore wins this game, Buffalo goes to two and two on the season, but... I really like Baltimore in the spot. The way that Lamar Jackson is playing, the way that that defense, that Buffalo defense is just completely beat up. Again, two of the top guys in their front seven, really three other guys in their front seven that are either limited in practice or did not practice at all. Jordan Poye, top safety in the game. One of the top safeties in the game, Gabe Davis, difference maker. I think these injuries catch up to them. I also think the fact that uh, Buffalo has not been able to establish any sort of run game at all this season. I really like Buffalo or er, Baltimore in the spot at home. Really show who they are, and really after this game, they should be undefeated. They just blew that one game to Miami, and I think I, I think that if they hadn't blown that game to Miami, Baltimore this would probably be a pick 'em game. I think that blowing that game to Miami was a little fluky, and I think Baltimore right now is playing like the better team, at least over the last couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, no, I I like that play a lot, and I think Buffalo does end up winning this game. I think they do cover the spread on that. Yeah, I mean you had the uh, what the the butt punt in the Bills uh, Miami <laughs> exactly. game last that's, week. That's that's what saved. Just fluky that's, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, only NFL one I have. I'll kick it over back over to you. Is does not sound like Mac Jones is going to play Green Bay right now. Is nine and a half point favorite at home. I I like them to cover that spread. That's a big number, but with Brian Hoyer back there at quarterback, I think New England's going to be extremely limited. Packers are at home, coming off of the win in Tampa last week. I. I like them covering the spread, especially if Mac Jones is out this week. Brian Hoyer, he's not, he's not going to be able to put up points.
1: Well, and the fact that that offense was already limited with Mac Jones in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how much? How what? I would bet that this would even if Mac Jones was in there, seven and a half. Maybe yeah, I don't I think mean,
0: there's that much difference. <laughs> which be. which
1: is sad to say, but. I think that's the reality of this of this Patriots offense right now. That that offensive guard Cole Strange that they strangely took in the first round <laughs> out of that, out of the his small school had a solid first week, okay week two, The last week was terrible. He was a sieve, and I think he get I think that all you know as the Patriots generally how those those Patriots offensive lines work deeper into the year that you get, the better, the the, the stronger that that their offensive line gets, given that Belichick is experienced as he is, but he's still working with a pretty young offensive line, and again, Cole Strange being a starter, first-year starter, already kind of feeling the effects of what the NFL life is like. Packers have a really strong, generally have a really strong front seven. You're seeing some impact out of their two rookies that they took out of Georgia, and yeah, I, I like that pick. I think that that'll probably be one of my uh, one of the you know in this pick'em league that I'm in. That'll be one <laughs> of the six that I have to pick. I am love football. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm in on that. Green Bay's the right side there at, at uh, even as nine and a half point favorites. Going out west, Denver at Las Vegas. Vegas is a a two-and-a-half-point favorite here. Both teams are desperate. Vegas is extremely desperate, being that they're at 0-3. But I feel like that Denver offense may have found something late in that game against San Fran when Russell Wilson just kind of took it over. You started seeing some flashes of Russ late in that game when he started scrambling around a little bit more. Kind of felt like he was playing more of that almost like not just like programmed, you know, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning type of offense. It was more of the kind of freelancing street ball kind of, you know, making plays kind of an offense that made Russell Wilson the player that he was in Seattle and made him the dynamic player that he was. You saw in that last drive when he just took over and he's like, F it, man, I'm doing this. And there was a there was a genuine change in productivity from that offense. Josh McDaniels coming in, 0-3, a lot of pressure, and now facing his former team, I'm sure that everybody in Denver hates the guy. <laughs> right. And and so I think he I think he even if this is and again, you know, the Raiders 0-3, all three games, they've blown him late. I think that this could be another one score, one possession loss for the Raiders. As two and a half point favorites, I'm going money line Denver here and you're going to be able to cash in some, you know, put down your put down your 25 bucks, that can turn into much bigger winnings than if you just take the money line. So, that's that's best bet number 2 for me. Denver money line over the Raiders.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is going to be an ugly game. I mean, these are two teams that have not gotten any rhythm going, nothing whatsoever. But yeah, Denver, I think could maybe show some life in this one. Their defense has been playing solid. That is one thing that Denver does have going for them. They've been playing well on defense. If their offense can get going, two and one right now, tied with the Chiefs. So they're, I mean, by no means out of the division race. Or Which anything. is
1: think so. about the the we're we're <laughs> all we're doing is burying the Broncos they're <laughs> but they're still two and one yeah and they're so that's that has them tied at the top of the division right now and all we're doing is talking shit about them like <laughs> this is the NFL man this is what it
0: is <laughs> you have uh one more NFL one then Joe
1: yeah my last one uh last lock of the week is gonna be this is gonna be weird to hear Cleveland at Atlanta, I'm going to take over 47 and a half. Yes, it's Jacoby Brissett. Yes, it's Marcus Mariota. But over the first three weeks, the Browns have scored 29. Or last week, they scored 29 against that Pittsburgh D. Even without T.J. Watt, that's still a strong defense. The week before that, yes, it was the Jets, but they still put up 30 points. Atlanta, their first three weeks, 27 points and this is in backwards order, so week three, 27 points, week two, 26 points, week one, 28 points, sounds like they're good for about 25 plus points, so, uh, you know, I think it's going to be, it is weird to say, Jacoby Brissett, Mariota, I'm going to take the over, but I think it's more of a it's more telling about how rough those you know those defenses are. We know that Atlanta's defense has been that's been a week since I mean I don't know the last time they had a good defense. Definitely and, not
0: in the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they looked really good through the first two and a half quarters. <laughs> yes. And then and and Cleveland their defense is, you know, talent-wise seems to be pretty strong, but they just they haven't been able to really hold anybody to minimal points plus with that miles garrett accident his car accident his status right now is unknown again live on a thursday i find it pretty hard to believe that he's gonna play after he has uh, uh strained his quads strained his biceps and had multiple lacerations from that uh from that car crash um good i mean obviously amazing news his car flipped multiple times yeah extremely amazing news that he was able to just walk away and that extremely minor uh, injuries considering what that could have been. But still dealing with some of that and, um, yeah, his status is unknown. So I'm going to take the over of 47.5 in this Browns-Falcons game. As ugly as that sounds, I think it's the smart play.
0: I like it. I'm going to do a couple of college ones here. I've got three for you, one of which we had talked about on yesterday's episode, and that is Kentucky at <laughs> seven-point dog at Ole Miss. I, I, don't, like I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, that to me just seems like easy money, so I'm all about Kentucky. Ole Miss is not going to cover the spread. And I like Kentucky winning that game outright. So we talked about that one in a little bit of detail, so you can go back to You can get that at plus 220 episode. on the
1: money line, so – That's, you know, if if Kentucky wins that outright, that's a really nice payday.
0: Another game that I almost couldn't pick last week because it wasn't in our seven point range for our upset special was Oregon State at USC. Oregon State road battle this week at Utah. And their 10-point underdogs, I they could possibly win that outright, but I think it's going to be a closer game than 10 points in this one. Chance Nolan's been looking phenomenal so far. Utah's offense has been – it's been struggling a little bit. They haven't played a ton since that first uh, game against Florida, so I – I like Oregon State in this one covering that, and not uh, or Utah not covering this one too. I think it's gonna be one score game. You
1: know, just to add on to that, you got to be a little bit disappointed. Disappointed in Cameron Rising. I mean, he was, yeah, he was somebody that was talked about as potentially, no pun intended, a riser, somebody that could rise up in the rankings when it comes to draft time. And so far this season, he just hasn't hasn't really been there. I'm not saying he's garbage or anything, but he just hasn't gotten it done to the level that we had kind of hoped that he would.
0: Yep. My last one is one. I just did not have the stones to pick as my upset pick of the week. And this one is a big 10 battle. This is Purdue going on the road to Minnesota. Purdue is a 12 point underdog right now due to Aiden O'Connell's health status right now. They're not sure he's a game time decision. This is one I would closely monitor because I think if he plays, I like Purdue in this one to be able to put up a fight here against Minnesota. And Honestly, if I knew Aiden O'Connell was playing, I would have picked this as my upset of the week. I, I, I like Purdue in this one. Yes, they've had their struggles at TCF Bank Stadium 0-6, but Purdue's defense has even been playing pretty solid so far this year. They've only allowed one rushing touchdown, and they've gone up against Sean Tucker at Syracuse. Nick Singleton and Catron Allen with Penn State. Their only rushing touchdown they've given up is Sean Clifford. So Penn State's quarterback. (laughs) So that's the only one. And I, yeah, if Aiden O'Connell plays in this one, I think this is an easy one too. And I I would not surprise me one bit if Purdue goes in and beats Minnesota.
1: Yeah. The only, I mean, there's a difference though, between those backs that you mentioned that he, that they, that Purdue has faced versus Muhammad Ibrahim. I mean, he's, that dude is next level. I think I'm with you, two, 12, 12 points is a ton. That means you think that Minnesota's going to win by two touchdowns. The way that Purdue can put up points, I don't I don't see them keeping that, you know, a two-touchdown game, yeah. so I'm with you if on that one as well. Keep
0: an eye, though, Aiden O'Connell is the key piece to that because if For sure. so he doesn't is, play, throw
1: this out. It's yeah. not happening. So. <laughs> Again, live on a Thursday. Yes.
0: <laughs> All right. So let's get to our Drew Locks. We are recording. We're about half hour out from the Thursday night game. So those guys are in play. We don't have any clue what their stats are going to be for tonight as it is uh 647 central time on a Thursday. So if you're new to the program, Drew Locks each week, Jill and I will pick a quarterback wide receiver, running back and tight end. Once you use a player, you cannot use them again and you cannot pick the same player as your opponent for that spot. So, Gel is odd weeks, I am even weeks, so week 4, I will go ahead and kick it off. I'll give a one of the, the scores. Why don't you remind yes, Why don't you I remind do everybody who's scores. winning here, buddy? Yes, yeah, so I have beaten Gel 2 out of the 3 weeks, but Gel Still holds a 0.25 lead right now. So
1: seventy one
0: point four five. Seventy one point two. And I just want to put a little asterisk there that I did pick David Montgomery who got hurt and his counterpart ran for hundred and fifty yards and two touchdowns. So
1: I'll throw I'll throw in an asterisk <laughs> too, and that Michael Pittman didn't play for me in week two.
0: Well, you were the one that picked him and knew he had the Q tag. Okay, well, if we're, if we're throwing in <laughs> asterisks. I am going to go ahead and kick it off with the game we've talked about uh, yesterday and again today. And I'm going to lock in Josh Allen as my quarterback this week. I think that's going to be a nice high-scoring affair. Should be able to maybe get a rushing touchdown out of him, couple passing touchdowns. So I think he's a no-brainer lock of the week for me.
1: Yeah, I he was one of the two that I was kind of debating on, so I'll give it to you, buddy. I'll give it to you. All right, well, I'm going to I'm going to get over into that running back position and I'm going to go with uh I'm going to go with playoff Lenny here. Uh okay. Kansas City is 25th uh defensively against running backs and I just think with all the shit that's gone on in Tampa with the weather with with Hurricane Ian, Having to move, you know, do their practices in Miami. I think it's, there's a pretty good chance it's going to be a pretty simple offense. And there's still, there's still injury concerns on Tampa as well. I think it's going to be a heavy dose of the running game. And so I'm going to lock in Leonard Fournette here, man.
0: I like it. Well, I'm very glad you went with the running back position because I am going to go over to the wide receiver position and go back to that Bills-Ravens game and lock in Josh Allen's favorite targets to Diggs, for the stack this week. So no, uh, don't need to explain that one too much. Think it's going to be a high scoring game and what better player to pick than Josh Allen's uh, favorite target in the passing game.
1: Yeah, that, uh, it's a nice stack. I kind of knew you were going to go digs there. So, I uh I've got another stack of my own, but let's move over to the tight end position here. Gerald Everett versus the Texans. Okay. Uh there is no speed to be spoken for in LA and Ger- so Gerald Everett legit might be their his might be Herbert's fastest receiver. I mean, Mike Williams not a burner. Great downfield target, but it's not because of his speed. I think Gerald Everett, also Gerald Everett looks a little bit faster in that number 7 jersey. If he was wearing 87, he might look he might look like a little, you know, like your typical tight end, but looks a little bit faster in that in that single digit jersey number. So, uh Gerald Everett versus Houston as my tight end. Lock it in. Cha-ching. Like it.
0: I like it. I will go over to the running back position. Going to burn a big name here this week. I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor going up against the Tennessee Titans. Titans, Mr. Thomas. Up. Mr. Thomas, yes. JTT. Yeah. Titans have given up quite a bit on the ground. Saquon had that monster week one against them, and they've been just kind of a sieve. I like Indy uh, playing at home this week as a favorite. I think they're going to be running the ball, trying to get that going. And I like JT this week.
1: Well, I'm going to lock in my own stack here and uh, we'll go with, we'll go with tonight's ball game. Joe Burrow uh, as, as my quarterback Miami played, had they played 91 plays on defense against the bills last week. Now on a short week, I like the Bengals a ton, not just in fantasy wise, but I they're they're three and a half point favorites. I'm again, we got about thirty minutes for me to lock in my uh, my uh, for purpose or for entertainment purposes only betting, uh, but <laughs> but but I really so I really like Cincinnati here. I just think that that Miami defense is going to be absolutely exhausted. So Joe Burrow, quarterback, Drew, lock it in.
0: I like it. My last position here is the tight end position and going with a theme again, had Kyle Pitts locked in last week against that Seahawks atrocious defense against tight ends. Kyle Pitts, my leading scorer, had had a very nice game and Detroit's playing Seattle this week and... Amon Ra St. Brown is questionable, did not practice again on Thursday. Again, we're recording on Thursday, so not sure of his game time status, but I like TJ Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson should have a nice game, especially if Amon Ra is out. And again, Seattle's been giving up a ton of points to the tight end position. So I think Hawk is a Hawk's an easy lock. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: actually, almost um, I was very, very much contemplating going Hawk here. I just saw he was questionable on the injury report, but he did practice if he,
0: today on Thursday. So yeah. Like, so if he plays,
1: he's going to be, he's going to ball out, uh, wide receiver time for my stack, Tyler Boyd. <laughs> I almost said it. Guess who it is. Tyler. No, Jamar chase <laughs> going to chasing down
0: victories. So Jamar chase. It is man. <laughs> gonna be chasing me in the standings after this week that's for I sure i can't believe that i'm not already <laughs> i know that is pretty nuts it's
1: been a rough uh rough <laughs> rough start to the drew locks i've got another fantasy related question for you here uh before we dip out so i had trey lance as my only in quarterback <laughs> in one of my leagues and i went out and picked up Number one and two overall picks from the 2015 draft, Marcus Mariota, <laughs> Jameis Winston, both on their second teams. Yikes. Uh, yikes for their careers. I'm wondering, okay, do I want to start one of those two? Or I've got, these are my options on the waivers. Geno Smith, Daniel Jones, Jacoby Brissett, Trubisky, Baker, Tanny Hill. Zach Wilson is coming back. Garoppolo. Wolf. I know Davis mills, Maddie ice. I mean, there's, there's others, but I don't, that I don't even want to. Yeah. I guess the last couple were Davis mills, Cooper rush.
0: I mean, do you put your money where your mouth is in this one? Start Marcus Mariota He said it's going to be a pretty high scoring game. That's kind of where I would lean right now. Jameis scares me a little bit just with, we don't know what the status is going to be of Michael Thomas, Kamara, uh, Jarvis Landry, where, That could potentially get ugly over in London if some of those guys aren't playing where you said you think um, that uh, Browns-Falcons game is going to be one that hits on the over, and if it hits on the over, Mariota should have a pretty decent day, I would think. I don't think Cordy P is going to be running in any touchdowns, more than likely to get into the end zone in the passing game. So I would think – I mean, he's not going to win you your week, but he's not going to goose or. Throw uh, throw three picks if he like he could. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I mean he he did. He threw for two twenty nine last week in a score, and then also ran in a ball. So um, that's that's the lean. I just didn't know. I mean, you heard that free agent crop. It is non existent. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's the current lean right now is Mariota. Didn't know if you had any other. Uh,
0: You're not uh, playing against me in that league, are you?
1: This is this is a league that. You are not in. Okay, so <laughs> I probably should ask that no, first. I, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I might as well wave the white flag if I was in a league with if <laughs> that was my quarterback <laughs> in your league. Yes. I'm already on three in this one, so it doesn't matter anyways. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's our... one way to sell the Drew Locks. <laughs>
0: That'll wrap up this episode. Again, we can be found at Dead Arm Sports, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Dead Arm Sports into the YouTube search bar. I'll get you to our page. Subscribe, click the bell. Jell can be found at das Gel. I can be found at DOSJPAC. You can hit us up with any questions. Make sure you subscribe to our TikTok page. Jell will probably be firing off more bets this weekend outside of the ones we laid down for you today. Knowing so sure how this subscribe. normally goes. Yeah, yes. probably. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. What are some of the listening platforms, y'all?
1: Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Pods. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can find us just by searching Dead Arm Sports. Take a screenshot of that written review in whatever your chosen listening platform is. Send it to us in the DMs on Twitter or IG at Dead Arm Sports. And uh we will we've got some swag
0: ready to uh to give out to y'all. Well happy Saturday, everybody. Hopefully our betting tips help you win some cash this weekend. You can quit your jobs and <laughs> tell the old boss. Don't bet your life savings, <laughs> no, please. <do> not. <laughs> Responsible betting is the key to betting. So but no, I hope everyone has only a- bet what
1: you're willing to lose. Yes. That's that's rule number one.
0: Have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy your football games for both NCAA and NFL and gel closer out. Let's win some money!